Are you committed to moving through your problems or are you committed to being right? What are you going to invest in? Are you going to invest in the solution or are you going to invest in standing your ground? another episode of the Unstoppable Woman podcast. And today we are talking about solving problems. Face it, there are going to be problems in your life, in your business. This is how it works. The expectation that things are smooth sailing all the time is inappropriate, is actually a lie that you have convinced yourself of to keep you in the struggle. If you admit right now that, of course, in life and business, in your career, in your personal life, whatever you want to be talking about here, there are always going to be challenges. I like to use the analogy about of the ocean, the waves, they keep coming. Are you going to learn to surf? This is an episode on learning to surf. In fact, Everything that I teach is about learning to surf. It's about moving with the tide, not against it. Moving with life, not against it. That is how you succeed. If you are telling yourself that there should be no problems, that there should be no challenges in my life, that everything should be perfect, perfect, you are blind to reality and you're setting yourself up for failure. You're setting yourself to be crashed upon by the waves and not prepared. So instead, let's prepare you. Let's get you surfing here. So you cannot need to be right and also want your problem solved. That is the theme of this podcast. You can't need to be right and also want to get your problem solved. So let me explain this. If you need to be right and you are committed to being right, i.e. not being wrong, you won't go into problem-solving mode. You'll go into defense. You'll go into defending yourself from others, from what the, the, the meaning that the event is that you're giving it, right? So let, let me break this down, for example. Let's say you have a larger goal in your business of freeing up your time so you can build a new channel of income or freeing up your time so you can focus on something specific in your business that only you can do right now at this juncture. And yet there are a thousand and one other things in your business that you need to get done and you've hired an assistant and you've asked him or her to do those things and he or she is not actually doing them well. You can stand on ceremony and get all righteous about it. No one can do it as well as I can. You can't find good people. Um, This isn't working. They're not good enough. You're committed to being right here instead of solving the problem. What if you took personal responsibility instead? You stepped out of making them wrong and stepped into addressing the issue. Is it a communication issue? Is it a systems issue? Are you not willing to trust people and let them make their own mistakes to learn? What is it about this situation that you're not 
allowing yourself to grow from. And this is where the subconscious comes in. We have all this subconscious programming that has you committed to a position that you can't be wrong. And, and let's take the same example. You've hired someone, they're not stepping up, you're blind to how you haven't communicated well or given them the right guidance or hired the right person for the job. All of that is out of sight, out of mind. You're not even willing to look at it because your subconscious can is committed to keeping you right, not wrong. And if you saw that maybe you hired the wrong person or you haven't communicated well, you would have to admit that you hadn't done the right thing in this situation. And our deep-seated fear of making a mistake comes in because we do not want to be wrong. So we are righteous about us being right. And then you go into blaming that person. What a waste of energy. What an absolute waste of energy. But it is a double bind that most people find themselves in at some point until they unpack this and learn this lesson. It keeps people from scaling and from leveraging the power of having people work for you to increase your cash flow. So this has really huge ramifications. So law of cause and effect here, if you don't change this cause, which is a subconscious belief that you have to be right in order not to be wrong, which means that you have to point the finger at someone else in order not to be wrong. That is a double bind. Now, let me say this. On the spiritual plane, there is no right or wrong. We are all worthy. That right, wrong, binary expression is very much of this 3D plane. Now we work on this 3D plane. We're human beings working in this, this, this sphere of man manifestation, if you will, the world of effects. And we have to recognize that in this world of effects, people make mistakes. However, if you choose to make people wrong, you are diving into an unsolvable problem. It saps your energy. It pulls you away from a more spiritual vision of yourself. And our, our directive in life is more life. We are trying to, our, our directive is to grow and expand and become as close to our spiritual selves as we possibly can in this lifetime. And on a spiritual plane, everyone, everything just is. Everyone is worthy. And so when you go into this right, wrong, finger pointing situation, you are moving away from that goal, that directive. So you're working against one of the laws of the universe, which is the law of more life. If you argue for the rightness of your position and you hunker down there, you are by definition saying, I don't want a solution because you are caught in making someone else wrong rather than looking for a solution. Now, why would we do this? Well, many people have been brought up to think that 
in order to solve a problem, they need to finger point and find blame. That is not true. You do need to analyze a situation and understand where the mistake was made and what needs to be solved for. That's an analytical process. It's without emotion. It's without a value statement. You can address an issue without making someone else wrong. In fact, it's one of the keys to scaling up quickly. So notice if when you are frustrated in a situation where there's a mistake that's been made, whether it's in your personal life or your professional life, whether you're seeking to blame someone and instead just pause right there, just pause right there. And instead take a step back and ask yourself some very analytical questions. What's the problem that needs to be solved here? Is this a, is this a systems issue? Is this a communication issue? Is this a skills issue? What personal responsibility do I need to take here? What can I learn from this situation? What do I need to do differently moving forward? What is the specific ask that I need to make of this person? What is the order of the next series of events that I need to actions that I need to take in order to get the result that I want. None of that, the answers to those questions, none of that should be, I need to crucify this person. I need to blame this person. I need to punish this person. I need to be vindictive here. None of that is a viable, useful solution. It saps you of energy. So The next level, which is a little deeper here, is you must ask yourself, what's at stake? If, If you're in resistance to seeing any of this, you must ask yourself, what's at stake with me being wrong in this situation? Because that's what you're fighting against, okay? I'm not saying that you are wrong. I would like to help you step out of that right, wrong paradigm. However, by asking that question, you need to, it, 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 it uh, unpacks the deep underbelly of what's driving you. So what's at stake with being wrong? You've got to ask this. What's really going to happen? What is your big fear here? And here it's super important to bring truth to the situation and not sugarcoat things for yourself, which I often see. You know, nothing's, nothing's at stake here, people will say. You know, that, that's not going on. There's nothing. That's lying to yourself. That's not asking yourself to go deep and really see what your big fear is. That's pushing that away. It's playing at the surface and that's not going to get you to the next level quickly. Okay. So when you say that out loud, that's, that's lying to yourself. When my clients say that to me, that's lying to me. It's not a conscious intentional lie, but it is a lie. Okay. And in some ways, it's, it's the truth from, from the perspective of your conscious mind. Well, there is nothing at stake here. Everything would be fine, blah, 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 blah. But your subconscious has a different story, and that's what I'm asking you to see, that subconscious programming. Your conscious mind will tell you one thing, but you need to go underneath the surface and get vulnerable. Get, go, go 
into your own messy underbelly. You are actually committed to the problem if you're not willing to go there. And, and you will continue to perpetuate that lie if you're not willing to see your subconscious story. Now, here's the rub. It's very often hard for, for someone to see their own subconscious story. This is called a blind spot. This is where someone comes in and can help you unpack that. That's my job, okay? Until you start being able to see these things for yourself. But I still... As good as I am at this for myself, there is something that, that I am blind to that I need an outside lens to see it with. Are you committed to moving through your problems or are you committed to being right? What are you going to invest in? Are you going to invest in the solution or are you going to invest in standing your ground? There is one way to be be super successful and there's another way to be stuck and stopped. Okay. So the first thing required is that you get truthful, which requires vulnerability and the ability to recognize what's happening in your, your feeling emotional subconscious state. And that's often very different than your conscious interpretation of the situation or yourself. And awareness is key here. Awareness is the missing link, the tool from our toolkit, if you will, that we're going to use right now to bridge the gap between our conscious mind and our subconscious mind. How much awareness are you going to bring to your subconscious fears? Now, when I say this, I don't mean that you should be uh, constantly reinforcing those fears. No, I want you to bring a lens of light and awareness to them so that you can see them, bring them to the light and so that they don't drive you unconsciously. And this is so important and it's what most people avoid. So you're going to want to go back and figure out what is that double bind that is keeping you from taking full personal responsibility for solving problems. Bring awareness to that. See it. What's at stake? What's your big fear? And then address it consciously, intellectually, rationally, logically. Question that. Is that really going to happen? Or do I just think it's going to happen? Am I just in a pattern of being stopped by it? Oftentimes what comes up for people is that they don't have a model for how to go about doing something because they've never done it before and the people in their environment have, have never modeled it for them. They, they are surrounded by people who don't know how to have clear communication, don't know how to have personal responsibility, don't know how to set boundaries, don't know how to time manage. So, and, and by time manage, I mean mind manage because time management is mind management. This is all about managing yourself. And if you don't have a model, it's very hard to, to imagine it and see it for yourself. Some people can, but few people, um, if they were brought up in an environment that didn't model this, few people can do this for themselves. So I often find myself modeling how to have a conversation, a difficult conversation, for instance, to my clients. And it always starts with the outcome. What is it that you truly want here? I'm always looking at 
What's the outcome that someone wants? And is their righteous behavior actually going to get them the outcome that they desire? I, I look to see how to help them understand this, that it's not, and then also look at what their biggest fears are in this conversation and what the lie is in that fear. Like, if I say that, are they, is everything going to explode? Is, is it all going to fall apart? And so you do have to look at cause and effect and see how things are going to play out and then build a communication plan or system or some action that you're going to take from that perspective. But the lie is usually I'm going to lose something in my life, love, safety, belonging, at some fundamental level. And you have to realize that that's not the case if you solve the problem in a productive way and you, if you have a mindset that's geared towards more life and success. So I hope that makes sense to you. Please let me know if you have any questions. I would love to answer them for you. Just make a comment or reach out to us at hello at theunstoppablewoman.com. Okay, that's a wrap for today. I'm Amira Alvarez. Rock it out and be unstoppable. Thank you so much for joining us and for being a part of the Unstoppable Woman movement. I want to let you know that we've got a ton of free resources for you for scaling your business at theunstoppablewoman.com slash free stuff. Please go ahead and check those out. And we'd also love your help in getting the message out. Share this podcast with all the unstoppable women in your life, your friends, your colleagues, your business besties. Please do that. And if you're game, we'd super duper duper appreciate a review on iTunes as well. Thanks so much and be unstoppable.